I'm in a mastermind right now. And I remember a couple of weeks ago, we were in our uh, breakout accountability groups in the mastermind. And one one guy in the group, he was like, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm a little intimidated. <laughs> he was like, I'm a little intimidated. Everybody's sharing their successes. They knocking their goals out the park. They doing this. And some. so he was like, some days I don't feel like I belong here, that I'm not good enough to be here. I'm like, ooh, this is exactly where you should be. Time under tension. Where's the time under tension? Y'all just keep on staying in places where, what they say in Cheers, they glad you came and everybody knows your name. No, you need to get out of those environments where they glad you came and everybody knows your name. Just because someone can live with a disease doesn't mean they should. The overwhelming majority of prescriptions written today are written to treat lifestyle disease. Lifestyle disease is defined as conditions which can be attributed to the way in which a person lives. This includes things like physical activity, drinking, smoking, stress, the quality of our social connections, sleep, purposeful and professional alignment, and of course, our diet. But what if there was an alternative? What if before putting pen to pad, we had a comprehensive solution in lieu of pills and procedures? You are listening to the Plant Protocol Podcast for current and aspiring health professionals who are done with simply managing chronic lifestyle challenges and are interested in taking a whole food plant-based approach to combating them. I'm your host, Lisa A. Smith. It's time to come get this health. Hey, good morning, coaches. Welcome back to my channel. I'm Lisa A. Smith, plant-based health and business coach. I'm in the business of helping other coaches become phenomenal coaches. And today I wanna talk about time under tension and what's required for you to grow. One of the things that's been happening a lot in my personal ecosystem in the last couple of months is that a lot of people I noticed have been kind of taking time out and moving and backing away from their goals because life is happening, right? Or I find that a lot of people are starting to drop the ball when it comes to their goals because there are certain parts of their character that aren't quite developed. So today I wanna talk about how long it takes for a muscle to grow. Now, this analogy that I'm gonna use briefly this morning comes from my days as a personal trainer. So I started my career in health and wellness as a personal trainer. And one of the most common goals for people when they come into the gym is hypertrophy. And hypertrophy is all about your muscles growing, getting bigger. Whether it's men or women, we want definition. We want defined muscles, right? And when it comes to our physicality, this is really easy to conceptualize because we know and that, you know, we can look and see when our muscles are growing. Like we know that we can look in the mirror or we can feel and see the progress in our muscle growth when it comes to hypertrophy, right? The physical growth of our muscle groups. And so when it comes to how to make a muscle grow in the gym, there's this concept called time under tension. And that's what I want to share with you today. And that's where I'm going to focus our talk on this morning, because some of you guys are weak. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Before a muscle is strong, it's weak. And some of us are exceptionally weak right now. Like we're weak physically, we're weak mentally, we're weak emotionally, and not enough of us are utilizing resources and tools to help these muscles grow. So let me break it down, all right? How can we improve our growth 
of certain muscles in our body and our minds and our emotions, all right? So let's talk about time under tension. Let's see. Coach Nigel says, how can we rebuild muscle due to injury, whether it's be overworked, burned out, or stressed? That's going to be a great, great trainer. So if you have to rebuild a muscle group from an injury, like recovery from an injury, that's a different level of sensitivity, Coach Nigel. So you want to make sure that you have a trainer who specifically specializes in injury recovery. Recover, like they literally have specialization in recovery. It's going to be really important. And it's usually going to start with some mobility and some agility exercises. You're not necessarily going to put the muscle group under tension with physical weights, external weights like kettlebells and dumbbells. But it's usually going to start with a nice blend of exercise, but also like physical therapy type moves to re-strengthen that group, get it back up to a safe place where you can then start putting external weight on it. So that's my short answer to your question about rebuilding muscle after an injury. Okay, so let's get back into it. So time under tension. So my days as a personal trainer is I remember this particular concept that I fell in love with because it's so applicable to so many areas in life. And so this concept of time under tension. So in the personal training world, in the like bodybuilding world, in the fitness space, whatever it is, this concept of time under tension is very, very simple. It is the amount of time that you put a muscle or muscle group under tension so that it can grow. So the amount of time that it is essentially activated during the set. Okay, so the time under tension is how long do you allow the muscle or the muscle group to be activated so that it can promote growth or what we call hypertrophy. And I wanna apply this concept of time under tension to you guys and to our lives, not just in the area of physicality, but also in the area of mental and emotional strength as well, because so many of us are weak. And when I say weak, what I mean by that is we cannot endure a lot before things start falling apart for us. Many of us, now what we know for certain, it doesn't matter who you are in life, we all are going to be subject to challenges in life. None of us can get around that. We're all going to be subject to stressors in life. None of us can get around that. But what is very true is that some of us navigate these things way better than others. Some of us, we, you know, death impacts all of us, right? Sickness impacts all of us, whether it's family, friends, or ourselves, right? Like there are so many things, loss, failure, rejection impacts all of us in some capacity. But some of us, when those things hit, we completely shut down. We start quitting things. We start throwing in the towel. We start like going back to things that we have once given up, food, drugs, alcohol, whatever. Like we start reverberating back to all the things that we thought we had grew through, right? And so my question as I was thinking about this was, what does it take? Like, what's the difference between somebody who can endure when life is lifing and somebody who can't? And what came up for me based on my personal experience is this concept of time under tension. Many of us have not put these character traits, these muscle groups, these characteristics under tension long enough for them to grow. And so we don't have what it takes to endure. So our endurance sucks. Right. A lot of us, our endurance sucks. Like when nothing is going wrong, everything is fine. But as soon as something gets uncomfortable, soon as something gets wrong, soon as like 
our relationship in our life blows up, then our business starts failing because we don't know how to keep the business going, even though this relationship has failed or needs work. Right. As soon as we like get turned down in our business. Right. We don't know how to continue and maintain healthy relationships. We as soon as we get rejection or failure, we don't know how to still get up the next morning and still go to the gym like we've been doing. We don't know how to continue to eat right now. We got a drink mess. Now we got to eat junk because we don't have an endurance muscle. We've never worked on it. We just wake up and assume that we're going to take on life as it comes. And that is the wrong approach to life. Many of us have to practice working on our endurance muscle, meaning putting yourself under tension so those parts of you that need to grow can grow so that when life lifes, you know how to handle it. Listen, this time under tension really means conceptually, what are you intentionally doing? Meaning you are proactive, okay? You are not reactive, but what are you intentionally doing to grow your emotional intelligence muscle? What are you intentionally doing to grow your discipline muscle? What are you intentionally doing to grow your confidence muscle? What are you intentionally doing to grow your courage muscle? Where in your life do you work on these things? It's so crazy to me that we're shocked when we don't have it, but we ain't did nothing to get it or to improve it. Where in your life are you working on your mindset muscle, right? So like, Life happens to all of us, but I'm not going to let my business fail because the relationship did. You know what I'm saying? Now, what I'm not saying is there's not times where you do have to take time out to feel your feelings. You do have to take a pause to process things that are going on. But some of us, we are dropping the ball completely. Like we look up and we done gained 20 out of the 40 pounds back because something happened. But we all know conceptually and intellectually that things are going to happen all the time. So why not just prepare and be ready, right? So I want to share with you guys a couple ways that I've increased and these muscle groups for myself and put myself under tension intentionally so that they can grow, right? Because it's not that things doesn't happen to everybody, but some people seem to be able to navigate challenges better than others. And it's because they intentionally and proactively put themselves under tension so that they can grow. Because what I refuse to be is weak. What I refuse to be is weak. I don't want a single muscle group on me to be weak, whether it be physical, mental, or emotional. What I refuse to be is weak. And some of us are weak as hell, which is weak as hell. Like one rejection, one no, and we're just like boohooing in the corner. Like we can't take it. Do y'all know how many no's and how many hell no's I had to get to get to the yeses I get today. Do you know how many no's and how many hell no's I had to hear to get to the client load, to the revenue, to the notoriety that I have today? And let's be clear, I ain't got that much. Like I ain't even bragging. Like I'm not where I even want to be yet, but where I am right now, like I had to hear no. I had to hear rejection. I had to have courage. Do you know how many lives I had to do to get people to start watching my lives? Like, do you know how many times I had to record a podcast that barely got any downloads? Do you know how many lives I had to do with nobody watching and listening before people started watching and then listening and commenting? Like, but some of us are so weak. We so weak, but we haven't went anywhere to strengthen that muscle. So we're just around here like one failed situation and we're throwing in the whole business. I'm like, what? Like one failed relationship and we're just on on some stuff like, I ain't never getting married. I don't never want to do this again. Like, wow, 
They say, I love love, but I'm bad at it. That's what Usher said. Like really one failed relationship and you're like, forget it all. I'm just going to be alone forever. Like, wow, relax, relax. It ain't that serious. You're drawing these major conclusions because your muscles are so weak. You're so weak. Your mindset is so weak. You're like, people are not going to pay that. Nobody has money. So therefore I'm just going to work for free or I'm just going to undervalue my services because two people have told me they can't afford it. Why are you so weak? Why are you so weak? Like, where do you go to strengthen your muscle? Like you need time under tension. You guys are not putting yourself, placing yourselves under tension long enough for the muscle to grow. And so when the muscle doesn't grow, you're surprised at how you're unable to endure. Why would you surprise? You have no endurance. Hey coach, pardon the interruption, but if you're enjoying this episode, you're going to love this even more. Did you know that every month I teach a complimentary coaching business masterclass telling you all of the strategies and best practices that I've personally used to develop a successful coaching business? That's right. If you're wondering how to specialize, how to put an offer together, how to develop mastery around the nutrition and lifestyle science, if you're trying to figure out how to create curriculum, how to even coach, then you need to be in my monthly coaching business masterclass. And not only do I teach you the business strategies of what I've done to develop a successful coaching business, but I also teach you the mindset strategies. So every month I'm delving out business and mindset. I tell you what to do and then I share with you who you need to become. If that sounds like something you need, make sure you click the link in the show notes to get registered for our next one. I'll see you there. Now back to the show. You have no endurance because you haven't worked on it. So listen. A couple of things I've done, okay? A couple of things I've done. The first that I've done to put myself under tension so that my courage, discipline, emotional intelligence, confidence, abundance mindset can grow is number one, I've put myself in environments that I didn't initially believe I belonged in. I put myself in communities that felt like everybody was further ahead further along than me. I put myself under tension. So I went from being the most successful person in the room to the least successful person in the room. And when I say successful, I'm not talking about just business and money. You can put yourself in environments when it comes to your health, where it seems like, oh my God, these people are way light years ahead of me. They're cooking stuff. They're working out regularly. I'm barely getting to the gym. Like those are the environments you actually need to be in, not the ones you need to shy away from. Because when you stay in environments where you're doing good, you get to talk yourself into believing that your good is good enough. However, if you intentionally put yourself in environments where you are no longer the top of the food chain, that is, my friends, putting yourself under tension. I have to get myself up to their level, right? I need to earn my right to be in this room, right? Not just because I can afford it, but there's a certain work ethic that's acceptable in this ecosystem. And the work ethic that I was executing before was acceptable on that level, but now I need to put myself under tension so that I can grow. So one of the very first things I did is started investing in ecosystems that made me just uncomfortable enough to make me question, do I even belong here? Because they are doing amazing things, right? So that's number one. Where's the time under tension? Y'all just keep on staying in places where what they say in cheers, they glad you came and everybody knows your name. No, you need to get out of those environments where they glad you came and everybody knows your name. 
I'm in a mastermind right now. And I remember a couple of weeks ago, we were in our uh, breakout accountability groups in the mastermind. And one one guy in the group, he was like, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm a little intimidated. <laughs> he was like, I'm a little intimidated. Everybody's sharing their successes. They knocking their goals out the park. They doing this. And some. so he was like, some days I don't feel like I belong here, that I'm not good enough to be here. I'm like, ooh, this is exactly where you should be. Time under tension. This is the pressure. Most of us are not applying pressure. We're not putting ourselves in situations where pressure is going to be applied. So first things first, Get in environments that you have to convince yourself you belong in. First way. Second thing is you're going to have to surrender the security blanket. You're going to have to surrender the security blanket, i.e. cut the cord. I'm currently teaching a cohort of my plant-based coaching program, Farm to Table. And a couple, like two or three weeks ago, one of our students, we'll just call her B. Hey, B. She came to class and she was like, I quit my job, y'all. We like, what? Wait a minute, what? You know, it has been one of the things that has been causing her stress. And she's like, I quit my job. And I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) And her dream is to have a film company, have a production company. And she realized that if she was gonna stay at that job, she was gonna continue to put her dream or the efforts toward her dream on the back burner. And so she decided to quit. And I'm like, ooh, you cut the cord. Now you're applying pressure, right? Now you're getting rid of the security blanket because she was like, as long as I got this security, it is nine to five. I'm really not going to show up how I want to. Now, I get everybody can't quit their job, but some of y'all can, or some of y'all more aptly can create an exit strategy. And my mastermind that I run, Clarity, this year at our retreat, you know, we started creating exit strategies for our clients so that they not going to quit the job today, but they have the exit date. So they have a list of things that need to be accomplished because on this date, this will be the last day at this job. This will be the last day at this thing, right? And so some things you have to slowly pull yourself away from, but you can't do that without an exit strategy. And so number two, how do I apply more attention so that these muscles can grow? Is you're going to have to release the security blanket. You're going to have to cut the cord and you're going to have to create an exit strategy from circumstances that you know you've stayed in too long. It could be relationships. It could be spirituality. We had one client inside of my mastermind who was like, I don't resonate with my spiritual community as much as I used to before. I'm staying because it's comfortable and it's what I know, but it's now starting to cause me more angst than it is, you know, joy and peace. And I'm like, oh, it's time to go. It's time to go before this turns into spiritual warfare, right? And so like, we are not applying pressure It's easier to stay with the devil, you know, and at the same time, guys, it's not, it's not. So you have to start putting this courage, this discipline, this self-control, this emotional intelligence muscle under tension so it can grow. I was talking to my friend Kiwi this morning and we were talking about this and she was like, Lisa, people know how to grow their biceps. Like people know how to grow their calf muscles. Like people know how to grow their lats, right? Because there's a place called a gym that has equipment called dumbbells and machines that even has pictures and instructions on how to use. And if you can't read and if you can't see the pictures, they have people called trainers who will come in and slowly walk you through the process of using the equipment so that the muscle can grow. My question to you is, where in your life do you go to get instruction on how to build the muscle? You can't take anything. One sadness one depressive, one bout of anxiety, one loss, and you're falling apart at the seams because you've never worked on your emotional intelligence. 
So the third way that I've personally put these things under tension so that they can grow is with a coach. It's with a coach. Like who is applying pressure to you? Who is challenging your limiting beliefs? Literally just in um, the plant protocol, we had our class last week because we meet every first and third Wednesday of the month, right? And one of my coaches, she raised her hand to ask me a question. And she wanted to know if she could baby step her way into doing live content. She wanted to know, Lisa, can I baby step my way into turning on the camera and going live? And I had to challenge her. I had to say, why? Why do you want to do that? What's the point of the baby steps? Explain to me your reasoning for not wanting to go live fully, like break it down for me, right? And we started talking about what that needs to look like and the mindset and better yet, the belief that she needs to have to execute. Where do you go to get your limiting beliefs challenged? Where? Like, like it's so crazy that we expect to wake up one day and just like, one day I'm going to have the courage to do this thing. One day I'm going to have the confidence to do this thing. How is that possible if you have no gym for your confidence? How is that possible if you have no gym for your courage? How is that possible if you have no gym for your emotional intelligence? How is that possible if you have no gym for your mindset? How is that possible? Here's the thing. People are waiting to come into the plan protocol until they feel more confident, yet they're not anywhere working on the confidence. They're like, oh, I never ran a business before. Ooh, I've never charged anybody. I've been coaching for free, but I ain't never charged nobody before. Ooh, I don't know. I never went live. I don't know how to create content online. So I'm going to sit back until I'm ready, although they're ready doesn't happen because you nobody's challenging you. You haven't put yourself in the ecosystem that forces you to level up. So there's no gym for any of these things, but we're just waiting for this magical moment to appear where we're ready to take the leap. It's insanity. You're not going anywhere to put these things under tension. And you guys have to start putting these character traits under tension so that they can grow. There is no reason that your whole life should shut down because you got told no. There's no reason your whole life should shut down because the relationship didn't work out. There's no reason your whole life should shut down and you run back to sugar and cakes and chips, right? Just because things didn't go the way you planned. Just because nobody showed up to your life. Just because nobody liked it. There's no reason your whole life should shut down because the launch was a flop. Like, just keep going. But you can't keep going because you haven't put your keep going muscle under tension. Nobody's challenging you. And you keep telling yourself all these stories about why it's okay to quit. No, it's okay to fail. It is not okay to quit. It is okay to fail, but it is not okay to quit. And the reason y'all keep losing is because you keep quitting. The reason you keep losing is because you keep quitting. You will do one thing and then it won't go. And everybody didn't show up to give me praise. My ego didn't get stroked. And so I need to shut this whole situation down. What is going on? Why are we so weak? I don't understand. You got to start putting these muscles under tension. So those are the three ways and places you can start. Number one, get an environment that you have to convince yourself you belong in. Number two, Cut the cord, release the security blanket, whatever that thing is that you're holding on to because it feels safe. Oh, I'm just standing in this relationship that I'm not really happy in because at least I'm not alone. What? You're not willing enough to give up the thing that's mediocre for something that could be exceptional just because you don't know how to be single? What is happening here? What is happening here, people? Okay, cut the cord. You're going to stay at this job that doesn't serve you and you're not even going to create an exit strategy. 
you just going to keep on complaining about these same things over and over again. You just going to keep playing in God's face and not executing on your gifts and your talents. You just going to keep living a life below your potential. Okay. Let's see how that works out for you. Good luck. Good luck playing it safe in the middle. It's not going to look good for you. And then number three, get a coach. Get somebody who's going to challenge you on your limiting beliefs. Get somebody who's going to challenge you on the stories you're telling yourself about yourself. Get somebody who's going to challenge you when you want to baby step your way into doing the hard thing. Get somebody who's going to challenge you. I remember in my mastermind, let's be clear, y'all, because everything I'm telling you has happened to me. I remember in the mastermind that I'm in, not the one that I run, my coach was going around the room and he was asking, you know, okay, fourth quarter people, like what's our fourth quarter goals? What's up? And I was like, this is the amount of revenue that I want to generate for the fourth quarter, you know, for the remainder of the year. And he's like, okay, okay, cool. Wrote it down, blah, blah, blah. We came back the next day and he was like, Lisa, I don't think that's enough. I said, what? He said, I need you to up it to this number. I said, say less. Now check out what happened. He, he told me to up it. It wasn't even 10K. He just upped it by like, I think eight or 9K. And I was like, cool. I came back several weeks later and I was like, coach, I decided to go even higher. I decided to up it. I'm, we're going to 10X it. What? We're going to 10X it. What? He pushed me. The muscle got stronger. I, in turn, kept letting the muscle get stronger by continuing to challenge myself. And I even, I one-upped him on his challenge to me. He's like, let's go, right? Where are you getting challenged? I don't understand why we're trying to wheel ourselves to do hard things when there's humans on this planet who were designed and perfectly positioned to coach us through the hard thing. Why y'all just sitting around in the privacy and in the dark of your own home and your own mind trying to wheel yourself through hard things. Just get a damn coach. It's very confusing to me. Like if you can't put down the junk food, if you can't force yourself to do the workouts, if you can't push yourself to do the live video, if you can't push yourself to create boundaries in your life, if you can't push yourself to be consistent, get somebody to help you. You really think that yourself with all of your weak muscles is all of a sudden about to get the strength to show up and do the hard thing consistently. No, nowhere in the world with supreme athletes does that happen. Every exceptional athlete, every exceptional speaker, every exceptional business owner, every exceptional anything has a coach that perfectly positioned and helps to push them to do the hard stuff. I'm just trying to figure out what makes y'all think y'all qualified to coach yourself. I'm just trying to figure out what makes you think you're going to make this muscle grow without somebody to spot you. That's what we do in the gym. When we're pushing up weight that's too heavy for us to get up on our own, who do we have standing behind us? A spotter. Somebody who can grab the bar if they need to, but they're going to keep their hands off of it the whole time. Y'all done seen them? Who is your spotter? You ain't got one. You want to know why? Because you ain't even trying to push up heavy weight. You just allowing life to life and take you out the game. You're reactive. Stop being reactive in life. It's nonsense. It's absolute insanity. Stop trying to be reactive. Start being proactive by getting in the gym for your mind, getting in the gym for your courage, getting in the gym for your confidence, getting in the gym for your emotional intelligence, getting in the gym for your self-discipline and working that muscle so that when you need it, so when that loss hits next year, so when that rejection letter comes in your email next week, so when that person tells you, no, they can't afford your services, you just keep pushing it up. It don't even matter. It don't even matter. Like how many no's does it take to get to a yes? We don't know. And we don't even care. You want to know why? Because we not quitters. 
winners fail, but winners don't quit. That's the difference. Y'all think winners don't fail. Winners fail all the time. They just kept going long enough to win. But y'all quitters, y'all need some help. All this quitting, all this, I just lost most of the weight. But that wasn't your goal weight though. You got 10 more pounds to do. What is we go? Get your foot back on the gas. Put yourself under tension. Get in the proper environment, cut the cord and get a coach. That's all I got for y'all today. I don't know where this passion came up from today. <laughs> coach Arlette, Coach Milan, thank y'all for being out. What Coach Milan say in the chat? Those are bars, by the way. Yes. You know I'm good for a good analogy, Coach Milan, right? Y'all better get spotters. Like Coach Milan, I'm her spotter, right? I'm her spotter. Anytime she brings up some limiting belief inside the plant protocol, I'm like, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Let me give you another perspective on that, right? Like y'all ain't got no spotters. You ain't got nobody that's ready to grab the bar from you if you need to, but that's giving you permission to push it up on your own. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. So listen, I'm gonna tell you like this. If you want me to be your spotter and if you need a coach, y'all need to get on a wait list for clarity. My mastermind. We're gonna open it up next week or the week after, whatever the date is, for enrollment for my 2024 cohort. It is my mastermind where I help you improve your emotional intelligence, your courage, and your confidence to live a life of radical obedience. Some of you guys are living a life of radical disobedience, and it's breaking my heart. You guys have talent that you're leaving on the table. You have gifts that you're leaving on the table because you're so scared. You are so scared. You are so worried. You have so much doubt, right? You're over-intellectualizing everything. Analysis paralysis. And some of you guys really need help. So listen, I encourage you to get on the wait list for my Mastermind Clarity. We're kicking off February 2024. We'll be enrolling for the rest of this year starting soon. People are joining the wait list now. I encourage you to get your life together. Okay, so now let's be very clear. When I spot, I really make sure you need my help before I reach down and lift that bar up. So you're going to be challenged working with me. You're going to be called out to the mat working with me, right? But what I don't do, what I don't do is create losers. (laughs) <laughs> All right, I'm telling you like that. So if you're trying to be a winner in 2024, if you're dealing with imposter syndrome, right? If you need help with your health, this is a plant-based mastermind. So we will be using a plant-based diet as the foundation to getting you mental clarity to become a better decision maker to improve your EQ. It's a whole process. Don't worry about it. I got it for you. Okay. So if you are interested in working with me in a plant-based lifestyle to improve your emotional intelligence, overcome imposter syndrome, confidence, all of that, you want to be on the wait list clarity. The mastermind with yours truly. All right. I only produce winners. Okay. We have testimonials from everybody who was in the mastermind last year, and you're going to see them and they're going to tell you all about what they were accomplished, able to accomplish. Some of them have already started back enrolling for next year because they got in early enrollment opportunities to come back to the mastermind. And that's what you guys need. I'm telling you guys right now, I'm in, well, I just uh, let go one of my masterminds. So I'm in one mastermind right now. This is like my third or fourth one. I've had coaches for the last several years. It is a powerful, powerful approach to up-leveling yourself, right? But you do got to be coachable. So if you know you're not ready, if you know you like comfort zones, if you know you like to be in places where your ego can be stroked, even though you're not operating at your full potential, please don't apply. Please don't get on the wait list to work with me. Please don't. Please don't. You got to be coachable. You got to be at a place where you are sick and tired of being disobedient. You have to be. Right. Like if you ain't sick and tired of disobedience yet, like you kind of still mess with disobedience a little bit, then just go and stay over there. okay? but for those of you who are ready to live a life of radical obedience because you're sick of being disobedient and the consequences of being disobedient, then I want you to come into clarity with me. 
Kai, this is what you need. It is exactly what you need. So you can click the link in the show notes in the bio, wherever you're watching and listen to this and get on the wait list for clarity. And let's, you know, turn that into a private conversation so that I can learn better what you need to grow and I can let you know if I have it to give. All right, that's it. And that's all from me. Bye, y'all. Have a good day. You tuned in today because like me, you're a disruptor. You're passionate about health and you have firsthand experience of taking a whole food plant-based approach to combating chronic health challenges. You want to see lifestyle and dietary modifications become the norm in the way in which we practice healthcare. However, you need mastery around nutrition and lifestyle science, a better understanding of behavior change to improve client compliance, and confidence in your ability to effectively coach clients to adopting those lifestyle modifications. You need the plant protocol. Visit theplantprotocol.com to apply and let's work together to improve the way in which we care for our most prized possession, our health. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider rating and reviewing this podcast. Until next time, remember, radical obedience is still undefeated. Stay obedient.